The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem. And what up? This is Ray Daniels, the culture referee. Let's go. Oh, we got to... We got a special guest with us. We got bro man here, man. He, like know, he, he like a cousin. He like a cousin of the show. He he, just, he could just be here every day. He could not decide. <laughs> he could do what he want. What's up? It's Taz McClain. You already know what it is. We here. Let's and go. Tell him about your podcast. Oh, yeah. Man, listen. Who made the beat? That's me. Check <laughs> us out. United Masters Crown Royal. That's what it is. We're on the God Show right now, though. Hello, Let's talk welcome about to the God Show. So, I want to set up a little situation for you guys. So, the year is 2003. Yep. What song is playing in the background? And what are you doing in 2003? So, Taz, I'm going to start with you because Ray needs a little bit of time. So, I'm going to start with you. 03, I'm going to go 56 in the club off top. And what were you doing? I was, I was a senior in high school. I was doing a lot. A senior in high school. What high was, school did you go to? I graduated from Forest Park High School. Shout out to Forest Park. The alumni. <laughs> Shout out Hans Ward. Shout out Lakeed. Rest That's some Atlanta stuff, right? Well, I ain't going to say Atlanta because it ain't the city of Atlanta. It's Clayton County. And I'm going to be oh. real specific about that. I'm from everywhere in the south side. College Park. That's where, I, that's where I grew up. You know what I'm saying? Went to high school out there in Forest Park and some middle school, too. I'm everywhere. Heard you. So, shout out to Throwback Thursday, Ray. So, the year is 2003. What are you listening to? That's what kinda, are you doing? That's kind of that's messed up because I was going to say, I swear I was going to say 50 Cent. Get rich or die trying. But here's the thing, though. That came out 2002. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. came out February. 2002. It came out during the All-Star I weekend. I kind of Googled 2002. it. 2002. 03. Let's Google it. I Googled it, and it was weekend. out. Atlanta All-Star weekend. What year was it? 03. Oh, Atlanta All-Star weekend. Oh, that's a good question. The first time. Cause it yeah, because it was too. here recently. I was here for one of them. But anyway, my own business. No, it was, never here. it was only here once. Super Bowl here. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl here. here, and then we had the basketball game no, we here didn't. We, after that. Oh, no, we didn't. Well, okay. okay. look it up. I'm, I ain't gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look weekend. it up. Atlanta NBA All Star Game. Okay. Anyway, so what's, what were you doing? Hold on, All-Star. I think it was. I was playing. I was playing. 50, I think everybody's playing Fifty Cent. I think Twenty One Questions. Or yeah, I said Twenty One Questions. Which one were you playing? Because that album was like a no stop. Uh, Twenty One Questions. Actually, I was playing my artist shit. I was trying to get on. Ah. <laughs> Which, who was your artist and what were you doing? His name was Noah. We was moving around trying to get it going. Noah? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Noah. It was, was on the cut? Yep. That, that was my first artist. I used to, I, he was dope. He had a record. Um, uh, what that record he had? I, he, I went to Clark a year after high school. Well, he, he came. He did, he did a record. What did he do that? Um, uh, Catered to You. Decatur to You. Not that one. He had another one. That Boy Chevy. It was a flip over. I'm going to tell you like you told me. Casual Larry thing around me. Casual Larry thing around. He flipped that. But anyway, but 
No, 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 we, no we, gotta get to, we gotta get to that. I don't I know. I thought that. Ray was actually doing that. some work. Anyway, so Nas's birthday was the other day. He turned 49. Shout out to Nas. Buster Rhyme and Ghostface came and showed him some love. My question to you guys is why does Nas not get the respect that he deserves? Or do you think he does get the respect that he why deserves? Why do well, do you realize that Tamira, see, we gotta stop letting Tamira drive all these questions. We always bring it up Nas. I said you're right. Okay. We always bring it up Nas because my father died 2002. So, I, so I, I, it, was, it was after my father passed. That's how I was like, I know I was wrong. But hold on. Everybody, she ain't brought up Snoop Dogg once. I'm going to, I have Snoop in the, now we, as I'm tired of talking, listen, Nas does not get the respect that he, first of all. It was his birthday, that's why. New Yorkers, New Yorkers don't even respect New Yorkers like that. Mm. So how the hell the rest of the country going to show you the respect you deserve? Like, like, like New Yorkers don't give each other flowers, like. Bitch ass. <laughs> we got attitude. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not that. I'm just saying, it's like, it's like, you know, it's only a few New Yorkers who are neutral, who people just love, like Busta Rhymes. Like nobody ever had a problem with Busta Rhymes. But you know, Nas was one of the poets. So you know, and I was always on the side of Hove when they went to the. I was just a Hove fan. So I just, I, I like, I like, I am. He was just too complicated, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm on Nas's. So I, not with the battle per se, but I'm always a, a pro Nas uh, person. And Nas, I think he get the credit he deserved. He's just not in the same race Jay Z was in. You know what I'm saying? Like Nas still doing his thing. Say that he, again. He's still doing his thing uh, on the investment tip and all that. Say and, that again. And he's putting out more consistent music now as in his late in his years as an artist than he did when he was like you know in the prime, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So Nas is definitely the goat. You know what I'm saying? It's like almost like. This generation is like Drake is like the Hove and and uh, Cole is like the Nas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, it's something like it's something like that. And Kendrick is like the hybrid between both. That's why he's so incredible. He's like a both, yeah. Speaking of, so PNB's rock had PNB rock's rock. death has sparked this conversation. Yep. And the conversation pretty much is saying like, why do rappers and black entertainers have to check in when our counterparts and pop artists and things like that don't have to check in when they go to LA? Why is it something that we're doing that is so dangerous? In that conversation, New Yorkers have been saying like, we got to take somebody from LA. Like y'all done took pop from us. What? That this is what's going on. I'm gonna tell y'all. Wow. I'm gonna be honest. This is what's going on. They saying like, LA is taking our rappers like. They said Uncle Snoop gotta go. We was like, chill. Shut the fuck they up. said, all right, we'll take Kendrick. That's the conversation that's going on. Like, why are our rappers man. going to LA? Long story short, why do rappers have to check in and other artists from other genres don't have to check in? Why is that something that's going on in our field? Because in all streets, there are politics. Politics is everything, by the way. Politics is everything. So if you're a rapper and you moving around, you know how this first of all, man, we act like we don't know where we all come from. Right. We act like we know we don't come from nothing. And there's niggas out here that are killing for Air Jordans. You think they're going to kill for your $100,000 necklace? So you can't just move around the city without somebody making sure to say, hey, yo, he good. Don't touch him. He ain't, you don't, he ain't food. Don't eat that. You eat that, it's going to be a problem. Sometimes you just need that. So when you check in, it's just like, yo, bro, I'm in L.A. Like, you don't think I ain't been in L.A. before? And I don't hit my homie like, hey, I'm about to go such and such. How should I move? That, I don't feel like I'm checking in. I hit my man and be like, yo, how should I move? Oh, nah, that's one, two, three. Be careful out right. there. Sometimes you just need that. Like, dog, you shouldn't go to nobody's hood. I, I'm, I was born in the Bronx. I never been to Bronx. Were you born in the Bronx? No way. Are you from, are you from no, New I'm York? I'm from the Bronx. Listen, I'm from College Park, but I was born in the Bronx. But hit me out real quick. I never went to Brooklyn. 
you didn't go to Brooklyn. <laughs> Think of, for real, because you because you knew it was a new side of town, and there was new rules and new people and new new laws that you had to abide by, unless you knew somebody over there. Right. And that person you knew better have some kind of pull to say, "Oh no, nah, don't touch him. Now nah, he with me." But if you don't got that, it's open season. We act like we don't know yeah. who we are. We act like we don't know who we are. We come from nothing. We starving. And you got it. And all I got to do is run up on you with something and take it real quick. They going to do it. So sometimes you got to just make sure somebody in the ground and say, hey, don't touch him. Period. Real thousand percent correct. Come on, man. It's politics. Uh, a partner of mine, we had a test group. He was like, man, L.A. niggas some haters. I was like, not really. It's a cultural thing, man. Mm -hmm. It's not about L.A. You know what I'm saying? Like, Some people he, got scammers. Some people got stick-up kids. Nah, but let me tell you another thing, though. Here's, here's another thing. At, who's the biggest to come out of New York? Give me the biggest guys to come out. Give me some legends that came out of New York. Jay. Jay. Perfect. Nice. Oh, we doing New York. No, I'm Jay's, sorry. I'm going to Harlem. Jay. Sorry. No, no, Harlem, too. Harlem, Jay. ASAP. Diddy. Puff. Puff. Nas. They all Nikki, live in LA. Cardi, they all live the big, in LA. The big girls. All they came all live in LA. When you make it, the reason why Atlanta's the shit is because when you make it out of Atlanta, you still gonna live here. You still gonna stay in Atlanta. In LA, if you make it out of Chicago, you ain't going back. If you, you make it out of New York, back. you can't wait to go back. Miami. My, it's either going to Miami or they're going to LA. Or they're going to LA. They're going to the nicer weather. Don't come so to now, too. so now, guess what happens? Yeah, some come to Atlanta. The, the smart ones do. So now you um, you think you about to come down here, fuck our women, eat our restaurants, live good, and you ain't contributing to our economy? Shit. Has anybody got on and moved to Brooklyn and said, I'm taking over here? I'm gonna live, <laughs> I'm gonna drive my Bentley through. what? Them Brooklyn niggas gonna eat you alive. It is the streets. It is the streets, bro. We got to stop acting like this ain't street shit. We got to stop acting like hip-hop ain't born in the streets and it's still being fathered by the streets. It's not changing. On some, on like some current stuff, too, like, niggas, some people just had money they probably never had with the government. PPP and idiot. So it's like... <laughs> That's another thing. That's like, a whole other story. Some niggas had that money and it's gone. 2020. Now they hungry. They listen, got used to Listen, let me tell you why shit is bad right now. In 2020, every... Broke motherfucker that I knew had the most money they ever had in 2020. Amen. Now, because you were just getting online, pr pr punching a couple buttons, and two days later, you got a $40,000 wire in your account. Guess what happens? Now, now, 40000 now they got more money than they ever had, and now what's happening is, is that they blew through it. Man, you go to Fifth Plaza fucking June 2022. The line. No, 2020. June 2020, you go to Fifth Plaza, that shit was crazy. Like, yeah. it was like girls in there with them, um, uh, what the, what's the thing called? Uh, bonnets. You ain't never seen no chick with no bonnet in Fifth <laughs> Plaza. What? It was a lot going They was on. in there with bonnets and BBLs in Fifth Plaza, June 2020. But guess what happens? The money gets dried up. Mm -hmm. So now, they, no more lines now they once had it and now they don't got it. So now what's happening? They pissed. When they heat it, they fit their now they pissed. Cause they let started. me tell you something. Nothing is worse than being in the cold. So let's say if you lived in the cold your whole life. Okay, cool. You lived in the cold. But imagine if you lived in the cold your whole life and then you had one summer where you experienced the heat. That Miami summer. And then you gotta go back to the cold. You pissed. You don't even you hate the cold even more now. I know what it feels like to be hot. Oh, these niggas was rich in 2020. I had cousins tell me in 2020, fuck you, nigga. I don't ever need to talk to you again. In 2020, like what niggas? Nigga, you got $30,000 in the bank. 
ain't shit. But in their mind, I'm rich. And they blew it. And now they're mad because they ain't got no money. They know what it feel like to walk in Phipps, walk in Lennox with a pocket full of money, walk into everybody was eating Benny Hanna's. Everybody was eating the steak restaurants. They was walking into restaurants, ordering steak, girl getting ribeye. And now I got to go back to eat McDonald's. Oh, nah, nigga, get the money. Oh, by the way, everybody was buying guns, too. Yeah. Get the gun that we bought. And we about to go rob a nigga. We need to get some money. That's the season we in. Oh, they was using it for protection. Now they're using it to get the money. But anyway, Cardi B pled guilty to third-degree assault and second-degree reckless endangerment from her 2018 strip club brawl. Um, so allegedly what happened was Offset was dating this other girl. They went to club. Cardi B sent her allegedly gang-related friends over to attack the girls. The girls were no longer allowed to work in New York City clubs for the next couple of years because it was considered to be uh, endangerment to the club. So they sued for, like, projected pay plus the pay that they were making at the time. Long story short, she pledged. She said that as a mother, she wanted to take responsibility and said that she did orchestrate the tax. Not necessarily orchestrate it, but she took whatever responsibility. Yo, what is Tamir get her? You be, you be pulling me. Like, I'm on the internet I know you all see day. the same thing as me. I don't. This is the biggest story Tess, online right now. do you right see now. this? Yes. It's, yes, it's oh, the biggest story online right me. now. I'm like, Tamir be coming with shit that I'm like. Man, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes you feel like you be making shit up. I'm getting pumped. Anyway, I saw it. so I saw the headline, but I my question to, to you is that Damn. In this in this point in her career, where should Cardi B be with balancing her street beef with what's going on in the future right now? Like, mind you, Cardi hasn't put out an album in a while, and that's a big thing too. So people are complaining about like, why am I coming to pay to see you perform four three year old songs? You don't have nothing new out, and then she has this beef with them. So. The question is like, where Cardi B is right now? Where should she pivot? Okay, so this is something that we don't like to acknowledge in hip hop. Just because you rich don't mean your mind changed. Like, people get rich in hip-hop being themselves. Being the hood motherfucker that they are. I miss Cardi And then the we expect you to get, we expect you to be, now that you rich, we expect you to change. No, nigga, I was just more who I am. Bruh, she is exactly who she is. I'm still who I am. Bruh, I, bruh I, I've been successful. I've been in the music business making money for the last 17 years. I still remember them days on Godby Road arguing for $5 to get some food from Checkers. Like, I still remember those days. Bro, that shit is in me still. You mean to tell me Cardi, Cardi been on what? How long? About five years? About five now? years. Nigga, she still, she, how about this? She's still surrounded by the same people that she was living in the hood with. They just living richer and better. That hood shit don't leave. She not removed. Bro, it's, it's, it's a mentality thing. Rich you have to change your mind and then everything else will change. But these motherfuckers are getting rich being themselves. Cardi got rich being herself. But that goes into my next topic. So Meek Mill is getting flamed on the internet because he said that y'all the type to get around rich folks and start acting weird. But there's a video of him bunny hopping in front of like billionaires from record labels. So my question Not is, from record labels. Oh, what, 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 what it was it? it was the owner of the oh, Philadelphia. I bet you know. I no, it's not know. that. I just want to get the facts right. Right. Well, rich people. Rich people. Yeah, but we like to blame record labels for everything. Oh, bunny that's me. No, he was, yeah, he literally bunny hopped on one foot, standing on one foot in front of the rich people because he lost a, a shot, 
They was doing rich people shit, betting on who could make the free throw from halfway. If not, I'll give you a million or you got a bunny hop. It was like something ridiculous like that. Not necessarily like that. But the fact of the matter is that people are saying, Meek, you're literally one of the people who get in front of white rich people and start shucking and gyrating. Do you think that black people tend to get in front of these rich counterparts that are of different ethnicities? Okay, so let me me, me give... Let me give you guys a lesson. Yes, I think everything I have, is racism. I have, so I have to give you guys a lesson. I'm going to prove that it's not racism. Let me give y'all a lesson. If I told you guys right now, let's go to the bank, the Chase Bank around the corner. Let's take out max money we could take out. They're going to call the police on us. Can I get my question score. out? Go ahead. Let's say, I say to you guys, let's all go to Chase Bank right now and let's throw, let's, let's take $500 each out the bank. And let's throw it in the air. Mm-hmm. Would y'all want to do that? No, I wouldn't. No, would you want to do that? Let's go up to Chase Bank and do it right now. If we was going to the strip club or something. That's, that's my, see what I'm trying to say? I wouldn't want to do it, no. No, you wouldn't want to do it. Because you would do it. But when we go to the strip club, we do it. The environment calls for the actions. Got it. I see where you're going. Yeah, like you don't see people throwing money in the sky fucking around the corner uh, uh, at the Chase Bank around the corner, but they do it in the strip club every day because that's what the environment calls for. Got it. Stop holding hood niggas to shit from their environment when they ain't in their environment no more. That's the problem. Can I grow? But why do hood people, why do we take hood politics with us when we leave the hood? (laughs) audacity. Okay. I'm just saying, can I grow? Like, can I, okay. can I grow? Can I, can I? But why do we take hood politics with us beyond the hood? Who, who does? Everybody. No, you no take. No snitching sh- goes beyond the hood. You take street politics when you in the streets. But when you around people and this is how they do business, that's how they do business. Dog, like, you might be a street nigga when you on Gabby Road, but when you come in this office, you got to be a fucking professional. That's like saying, why you in a hood nigga when you working at McDonald's? Nigga, you better say, can I take your order? You better not walk in me down and be like, hey, what's up, nigga? What's up, nigga? I don't give a fuck if I know you don't say what's up, nigga, to me. Nigga, you out take my motherfucking order. So what I'm saying is we got to start understanding that that's the environment that they're in. When you're in that environment, you play by their rules. When I'm in the Virgin Islands, I move like a Virgin Islander. When in Rome, do is in Rome. When you are, exactly. So why, if Meek is hanging around billionaires and they're showing them a new way of life and they're saying, they're not just saying, we want you to come be the raw street nigga ever, but here's our new way of life. No, they're saying, come into our new way of life and let's show you how we act. He's acting like them. Mm. Nigga, he wants to be like them. Who the fuck don't? If Elon Musk picked me up right now and said, Ray, this is how we move. We don't say the N-word. I will be a non-N-word saying motherfucker. <laughs> and I don't care if y'all say he's a sucker. No, I'm not. I'm hanging around someone who's taking me in different rooms and showing me another way. Black people are the only motherfuckers that don't let niggas grow. Goddamn, nigga, I'm not on that shit no more. Am I the black person that don't let the niggas no, grow? No, which is why. No, you're, the internet is we gotta let niggas grow, bro. Like if bro, if he like I remember Cameron made fun of Hove because he was on the beach wearing sandals. Trinkletus. Remember that shit? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with wearing sandals? He's on the beach. You wanna wear Tim's nigga? No. Let that man grow. And meanwhile, Hove's the billionaire. Right? Ooh. No, I'm just telling you, bro. No, I see what you're A new going. version of life calls calls for a new version of you. Amen. We have to understand that. These billionaires is giving Meek a shot that nobody, that no nigga from the hood is giving him. 
and y'all making fun of him because he playing with them. Man, fuck y'all. And y'all just mad because y'all ain't over here because y'all will be bunny hopping too. Doing more. Nigga doing way more. On one leg. But just to have that conversation and piggyback off of it. So a lot of the rooms that we get into now are fashion rooms. So New York Fashion Week just wrapped up. My question is, what is the influence that hip hop has on fashion? What? Everything. The streets. So what was the question? When sorry. I start speaking fake Spanish, you're in I trouble. So I'm sorry. What is the influence that hip-hop has on fashion? Everything. Exactly. What is everything? Bruh, everything. Exactly. Give, break it down. Give me, give me a list. Give an example. Me, is it right, right? Name a rapper that influences music culture that didn't dress. Amazing. So... Dog, fashion, dog, the, the coolest nigga in the school was always probably the best dressed nigga also, right? Yes. Okay, the coolest rapper is probably the nigga that dresses the best. It's fashion is us. If fashion is all about expression, by the way. Let's be clear. Everybody in the world is participating in fashion, whether they want to know it or not. When you come in a room with your wrinkled ass shirt and your dirty jeans, you are communicating something fashion-wise to us. That communication is, I don't give a fuck how I look. If you come in the room with a $1,000 t-shirt on us or $2,000 jeans on, you're communicating something to us fashion-wise. Fashion is a part of life. It's not just a part of hip-hop. Fashion is everything that we do. Even if you put your shit, your, your, your t-shirt tucked in and your motherfucker in the buckle and the, and the, and the, and the fanny pack on, you're communicating something to us. I'm going to give three examples. Go ahead. First example, this is before my time, but I saw it in a documentary. Run DMC's on tour, mm-hmm. and they were wearing the fedoras and Adidas because that's what the dope boys was wearing in the streets. They took it in ward for their photo shoots and videos. Next thing you know, they got to deal with Adidas and they got kids in the stadium with shell toes on. Another example. I wasn't wearing button down jerseys. I'm mean, oh, sorry, button, button down, button downs. Until Hove said, yeah. take the jerseys, I'll put the button down on. I'm a freshman at Clark. I don't wear jerseys. I'm 30 plus. Give me a Chris. Like what? Just pair of like, jeans, nigga, button, button up. Nigga. nigga, I'm a freshman at Clark, <laughs> Atlanta, walking around with button downs on for no fucking reason. Because Hove said had us popping Alcala. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kanye had us pop. Kanye had us popping Alcala. I don't know about that. Like, look yeah, at it. I when I think about popping my collar, I think about ever since I can remember, I've been popping, popping my collar. Cash Money had everybody in Atlanta and everywhere wearing Soldier Reeboks, yep. workout mids, and Jabo jeans. Yep. That's what they was wearing in New Orleans before they probably was even rapping. They were just wearing the shit. So it's like the streets influencing. Even when niggas don't make shit for us, they didn't make Timberlands for niggas to wear them. No. You know what I'm saying? But Shout out to Timberland. Tim's. Constructs. You know, but yeah. That's the answer. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that we we made a whole lane. Like I think that Gucci started making things for the urban culture. Like we really influenced everything. Big shout out to Dapper Dan, Big Harlem. You're right. And man, niggas influenced the whole motherfucking world, bro. Speaking of New York, Fat Joe is hosting the BET Awards. Shout out to Fat Joe. Shout out to Fat Joe. I'm proud of you. So I want you guys to do some guesses. Okay. Okay. So here are the nominees for Song of the Year. Y'all ready? Y'all both got to tell me what y'all think is going to win. So you go first, Ray. So we got Lotto with Big Energy, Glow Ritter with FNF, Kodak with Super Gremlin, Jack mm. Harlow with First Class, mm. Future Drake and Tim's Wait For You, mm. Cardi B, Kanye West, Little Dirk, Hot Shit, nah. Drake, Future, Young Thug, Way Too Sexy. Tim's. You got Tim's? Easy. And, I, and, we, and, and my team did Big Energy. 
So it's no bias over here. Man, I'm gonna say this. It should be FNF, but I don't want to. I'm, I'm gonna say first class. What factors go into song of the year? I, you, see, that's not fair. We just answer. I'll answer you. Tamara, Tamara, you the shit, by the way. You really know how to push. I don't know what goes to song of the year. <laughs> you should know. You're supposed to be teaching us okay, stuff. Okay, no, I don't know BT's credentials. If you were, if you were making the credentials, but and what would be the factors that go into that? That song is every song you name, except for maybe Super Gremlin, could could was like not game changing. Maybe FNF was a little bit, but Thames that shit is like that shit is like the diamond. While everybody over here is gold. Can I get a can Can I get a producer? Issue right here because I need to drop in when I said that Tim's had song of the year and Ray was like, "No, F and F is the song." But anyway, I just I want that I want that bring bring back right here. Song of the it. summer, even worse. And listen, okay. music it is, is about emotions. You know what? It's crazy because it is about emotions. Got, That's why I don't listen to music. You got you got F and F competing against. Um, I'm too se- way too sexy, and this has way more of a lifespan. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, of the summer, FNF is a song of the summer for sure, for sure. I feel like it has the most impact on a, just on a, not a global level, but like on an immediate uh, urban street level and whatnot. It's, there's no other song that can compete with that song currently today and for the last two months if you play it in any club or anywhere. You know what I'm saying? But, but when we go back and we be like, all right, 2016, what are you thinking? We all going to be drinking, thinking Drake. Right, so I just think like Thames, like that song is incredible. That song is gonna be the song that we think of that define like this. No, nah, that song is gonna be the song. That's gonna be the song fifteen that years makes from me now. Think of this, yeah. So that's why I vote we for just that. you just won. Sometimes you gotta learn to take your W. Let's go. Right. Okay. So this one, we had a big argument in the office about this one. So let's see what you guys think. Breakthrough hip hop artists. We got Baby Keem, Blast, Dolce. Glorilla, Nardo Wick, and Saucy Santana. Who want to go first? I'll take this one. I'm going to go with Glorilla again. Saucy Santana. I was stuck between those two. Why do you think, okay, so why do you think Glorilla and why do you think Saucy Santana? I'm glad that we got two opposite sides so we could kind of figure this one out. So go ahead first. Glorilla has... Everyone's attention right now. It's not the same as when Cardi dropped Bodak Yellow. It's not the exact same. When not, don't think about her success after that record mm-hmm. and what she is today, but when the record was out. The one single. Yeah, that summer. That summer. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who, I don't know who else was new in that time. I can't remember. All we got is these is red and, bottoms. And it's probably gonna be it's true. probably gonna be the same five years from today who was new in twenty twenty two with Glorilla. So that's that's all I'm ever hearing, like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying it, you know, lows right now. Other than that, probably Baby, probably baby King, you know what I'm saying? Cause, nah, know, Baby King. You know what I mean? I'm going to change my answer, Baby King. Not me and my fake Spanish. He the you only one on that list it. that sold albums. He got a Grammy too, don't We got to stop. You got to start. Listen, we got to start using the word breakthrough right. Like That's why. I a broken that artist, an artist, when, if an artist breaks, they can headline a tour themselves. Breaking. At least. Breaking. So that was the conversation we were having. So it was like, it, we're not asking for a best new artist. The, the breaking, breakthrough is, is, is a big word. Baby King. Okay. Baby King is the only one that broke through so far. 
And you said because why? Because he, let me look at the list. That's another thing. Baby came, and then I would say after that, Nardo Wick. Who told this man he could touch my I put blast over Nardo Wick. Because I I can't, I got to see the list. You a visual learner? Yeah. Okay. Put blast over Nardo. Blast over Nardo. That's just me. Anybody? No? Okay. We're going to move on. Last category that I thought would be interesting because we are music people. Producer of the year. All right now. Mm. We got ATL Jacob, Baby Keem, Hit Boy, Hit Maker, Yeezy, Metro Boomin, and Pharrell Williams. Who do we think is going to be producer of the year? I would give it to ATL Jacob. What song do you think of when you hear ATL Jacob? Super Gremlin. Okay. ATL Jacob. Oh, think, you agree? I think he the future. Hands down. I think he the future. I wouldn't give it to Kanye for real. They probably won that shit a thousand times. Hands ATL down. Jacob the future. Kanye literally told people not to submit their <laughs> albums this year because he wants to win. That's the Grammys. I know, but how do you tell people, like, don't even nominate yourself because but it's me? ATL Jacob. Ray just said Super Gremlin. And I believe he produced um, the, um, the, um, the Tim's joint, too. Future Tim's record, yeah. So that's two records on the song or the, you know what I'm saying? So well, how can we not get it? you got it in the bag. Yeah. So I think I think we hit that one on the head. So long story short, in closing, today is Throwback Thursday. I do want you to tell us a good throwback story, Ray. I know you have a good throwback story for us. I don't. I, I need way more context than that. Oh, Why yeah. is throwback? So, all right, give me a story well, actually, we, we wanted to ask you this on yesterday, on Wednesday, on We Want to Know Wednesdays. How did you meet Tehran? I was an intern uh, for this guy, and he was developing songwriters at the time. And one of the songwriters that he was developing was Tehran. They asked me to, my assignment of the day was to take Tehran to the studio. He gave me $10. His office is in downtown Atlanta. Tehran lived in Stone Mountain, and the session was in Alpharetta. How much is gas? <laughs> like he gave me ten dollars right. and said, "Put not some gas in your car and go get something to eat too." <laughs> y'all think y'all got hard around me? Y'all got it easy around me. I, I, I was an intern. I would treat it like it was like get the fuck out of my face. Hey, Race eat the people. Eight dollars and go get something to eat. But yeah, he gave me ten dollars and I was so broke that me and Tehran, I was like, "Yo, bro, like I can." Um, and the session went good, and and the guy was like, "Yo, Tehran, come back tomorrow." And Tehran was like. All right, I'll come back tomorrow, but I don't know how I'm going to get here because he didn't have a car. He didn't know how to drive back then. And How old was were you guys at this time? I had to be about 22, 23. Oh, Braxton, we behind the eight ball. And, um, and um, I, I, was, I, I crashed Teron's house that night, the day I met him. I stayed, the day I met him, I crashed at his house because he had a session the next day, and I needed to. And I was like, bro, I can't go home and then come back to Stone Mountain and then take you to Alpharetta. I can't. He was like, just stay at my house then. So I crashed at his house, and I took him to the studio the next day. And y'all been together ever since? No, no, we didn't. I just started managing him to 2006. This is like 2003. Mm. So what changed within those three years that made you? I got on. I got I got my artist Noah signed, and then they were still So Noah to was your first yeah. signed artist? Yeah. I always thought Tehran nah, and Rock City I, was. I, I, but when I was managing Rock City, I already had a car. In a, in, a, in a crib. He already had a car. Question, he was right? out with a hair. Yeah. I got a question. Right? Was Noah signed to Swap House? He was signed to Swap House before I got had him. Okay. I, he was signed to Jive when I got him. I signed okay. him to Jive. All right. Yep. All right. Thank you for that amazing story. I'm happy to know how you and Tawana met. I'm going to do one last closing topic. Ray might beat me for this. No, go ahead. We've been having a lot of clips on the internet 
um, people been talking. Recently, we released a clip talking about one-hit wonders. My question to you is, what are the three biggest one-hit wonders to ever drop? I want some of this, too. Where? In the world. Like, what are the biggest one-hit wonders? You gotta, I, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, uh, we I gotta. I told you he was gonna answer. No, it's not that. It's that Tamira asked me questions. You more specifics. Like, like, you ask me questions so for the entire world and then tell me the answer. And it's like, how, how the fuck? Like, it's like you're saying, what's your favorite movie about it's like nigga i've watched 10 i've heard of 10 million songs i gotta literally go through like what's my ten. All right, rap songs what are the best rap one hit wonders rap not hip not like r&b just rap can we go back rap. can we go back and forth no 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 we, we got i want to i want to post that one for the next episode i have to I, it's, all right tez got some for me so go ahead tez, let tez, tez do it and then we'll be inspired by you i got um it ain't all rap but records i got vanilla ice Ice, ice, baby. Oh, that's one. I got the Mark biggest. Morrison, Return of the Mac. <laughs> Good one. I got um, shit. What's the third one? Uh, man, there's so many. I don't want to say Trinidad. Um, Panda, designer. Panda. I, I'm gonna come with my list tomorrow. I'm gonna write it down. I was gonna say the Macarena, but it I is too. But I want to say. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to say that's too broad. That's too big. You know what I'm saying? I did say who let the dogs out. You know what I'm saying? Who let the dogs out? (laughs) But yeah, that wasn't outside when who let the dogs came out. But anyway, thank you, Tess, for always making time out and sitting down with us. I know we're a little crazy, and you 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 come blend right in with the family. So thank you for taking some time out, Ray. Thank you for sharing the wisdom, the wonderful great Daniels. This is a God (laughs) show. Shout out to God. Let's go. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.